In the previous video, you learnt about the ins and outs of exporting your deliverables. In the final part of the Smoke Getting Started series, the last thing we need to do is back up the project for archival purposes. We will create a project archive to back up the entire project. This includes media, setups and project settings. A quick tip before we start. If there is anything you do not want in your project archive, delete it from the project before backing up. This includes removing any renders you do not want to back up. Just select the sequence or sequences, right click, choose Media and Flush Renders. This will help save on space and time. Now project archiving and backups are all managed within Smoke. This is done through the Media Hub tab. Switch the browser mode to Archives. The browser still looks the same, but the menus at the bottom have updated and the browser will only be displaying archive-related files. The Archive buttons are greyed out until you start searching through your devices to go to a designated folder. So navigate to a location for the Archive. Find a folder that has read-write permissions. But please do not use your system disk as an Archive location. Archive files can easily become massive and eat up all your disk space in a short period of time. Always use a drive dedicated for backups and archives. Once in the right location, click New Archive to bring up the Archive Creation window. The name of the archive defaults to the name of your project, but you can change that to whatever you want. You also have an Editable Comments text box which puts the Archive Creation date by default. At this point, it is recommended to set a file size limit. This means Smoke will make multiple small files forming the Archive as opposed to one massive file. For example, consider a 50GB project. If you do not limit the file size, Smoke will generate one Archive file that is 50GB. That is a very large amount of data to deal with in a single file. Limiting the file size, Smoke creates multiple files totalling up to 50 gigabytes. So for 1 gigabyte per file, Smoke will create 50 1 gigabyte files to back up the 50 gigabyte project. This also makes it easier to split the archive across storage media such as DVDs. Smoke creates the archive files and you burn a number of files per DVD using a DVD burning application. You will have to choose the file size that best fits your infrastructure. When you create the archive, Smoke opens the empty archive for you to start backing up your project. A tab menu with the archive name tells you the current archive size. Obviously it's zero at the moment. The other tab is the Archive Options that is equally important. The default settings are normally good for all project backups, but I want to stress the Media Options section. The Media Options is set to Cache Source Media. This means that Smoke will write all the project media into the Archive file. It is the default behaviour of Smoke because it is the most complete archive you can get. Even without the original native media, you only need the Archive. It will restore just as it was, 
but with everything as cached intermediates. If you set the media options to archive links only, then Smoke will only archive the file paths of the original media. But Smoke will still back up any intermediates and render files, so make sure you flush them before archiving if you want to keep file sizes down. By archiving links only, it is your responsibility to back up your native media. And if you restore this project, you will need to recreate the same folder structure for your native media if you want Smoke to automatically reconnect to the files. So Cache Source Media is the ultimate self-contained archive. Let's create the archive for this project. Click Archive Project. Smoke thinks for a short bit and presents a pop-up window with an estimated archive size. You can cancel at this point or confirm to initiate the archive. As Smoke archives, you can monitor the progress at the bottom of the interface. On the archive completion, an archive session folder appears in the archive. Expanding this out reveals the project and all of its contents. Finally, click Close Archive to return to the file system. The archive is represented in the folder list by a small safe icon. Your project archive is now complete. For the final section, it is also worth knowing how to restore a self-contained project archive. Perhaps you have to go back to revisit a past project. With the Smoke Project Archive, you should be able to restore the project to its entirety. Switching to the Finder for a moment, this folder contains all the archive files created by Smoke when the project was originally backed up. It is important to note that all the archive files need to be in the same folder. If you had backed them up onto separate mediums such as DVD for example, then you will have to copy all of them to the same location. The other consideration if you are restoring a project into Smoke is that there must not be an existing project with the same name. In the Project and User settings, I have other projects I have been working on. You can use any project or a dummy project to restore an old project into Smoke. During the Project Restore, Smoke will create the project and unload all the archive contents into the newly created project. Remembering these two points should make project restoring a much easier process. In order to access the Media Hub, you need to be in an existing Smoke project. Switch to the Archive mode and navigate to the folder containing the archive. In the Smoke Browser, all you will see is one archive file in the folder list. Just select it and press Open Archive. When the archive opens, you can see the archive's size details. To restore the project, expand the Archive Session folder. Select the Smoke project and click the Restore Project button. Smokes begins the restore process and you can monitor it at the bottom of the interface. Once the archive restoration is complete, you can close the archive. Let's just check that the archive has restored correctly. Click the File menu and choose Project and User Settings. Switch to the restored project and press Load. Once the load process is complete, 
close the project's end user settings window. Having a look, you can see in this project it has restored exactly how it was in the original before it was archived. This concludes the Getting Started series for Autodesk Smoke. To further your learning, please visit other videos on the Smoke Learning Channel. We hope you've enjoyed your Autodesk Smoke experience. If you have any questions or feedback, please post them on the comments or the Autodesk Area Smoke Forum. Thanks for watching and please subscribe to the Smoke Learning Channel for future videos.